what we've been up to, reviewing the Path of Champions, and of course, reviewing Jace on this week's episode of the Twin Suns Podcast. Welcome back to the Twin Sons Podcast, episode 79. As always, I am your host, Shane, and joined with me this week, we got Mr. Cruisin here. Cruisin, how's it going? It is going great, man. It's good to be back. I'm excited to be here again. It's good. I mean, hey, episode 78 was uh, at least a month ago at this point, right? I don't even, actually, I think more. I don't think it was even in October. It might have been very end of September. Uh, That sounds about right. Like, if this were, like... An investigation we would have been deemed officially dead at this point. Yeah, so. that's fair. Yep. <laughs> yep. My mom sent in the missing alert, the missing persons alert. Yeah, and, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week we got a bunch to talk about, uh, but we are back. So I guess first we'll talk about what we've been doing, why we needed a break and such. So, uh, Cruz, I guess, you know, you, if you want to go first, what have you been up to for the last month? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we just kind of talked a little bit as a group about how. You know, the post-Worlds, uh, you know, drag was, was kind of, you know, burnout was hat was a thing. You know, we I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to, like, go really hard in Runeterra for a period of time and then kind of burn myself out. So I kind of, you know, come in and out in waves. And so we're trying to establish a little bit more of, an, uh, of a healthy balance. But we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But, yeah, I've just yeah. been kind of, like, you know, vibing in some other games. I've been playing some New Worlds. Uh but Satisfactory is one of my favorite games. They just came out with a new update, but I've also just been playing a ton of Sea of Thieves, which is always one of my favorite good two games. So, uh, yeah, I've just been kind of like, you know, taking a little bit of a break. Uh, I plan on coming back again. Oh, now. <laughs> I started <laughs> started playing again. So, like, I'm excited to get back into it and yeah. just maybe, you know, try and not not go as hard as I usually do. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I, I haven't tried uh, in the sense of like competitiveness in a long time where I wasn't feeling too burnt out from that. Kind of got more burnt out with even just the content creation side and just like the entire side of just being like, oh, I, I have to enjoy playing so I can make a podcast episode this week or whatever. And then like mm-hmm. try to hit the grindstone and end up not really feeling the game that much and be like, ah, oh, well, this sucks. And then, you know, Bandlewood released. We tried to, you know, we, you could you could see that in us, I think, for the past four or five episodes before the last one. Kind of, I think we all were a bit burnt out near worlds. We were all kind of just feeling like, oh, this is, you know, we're getting frustrated with the game quicker. We're playing a lot less. I think you, me, and Josh all throughout, we're all feeling that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, I think it was just time to take a break. And I think it was a, a great thing to do. I think it helped a lot. Um, and I purposely, I don't know about you, I purposely was like, I am just not logging on for like yeah. o- October. Like I am just yeah. not touching the game for October um you know and there was like a bunch of bitterness with me as well with like other other things outside of the game or in the game but more in the content world of stuff and feeling like you know other people are getting a bunch of recognition maybe we should have gotten at some point and etc and it's all pettiness that that i have and i was like yeah that's fine that is kind of just built up from not that those other content creators don't deserve it because they do they're awesome a hundred percent yeah no i know what you mean I, yeah. I i was like uh my my thing is with the burnout at least is every time i play I I must hit masters. And right. Like, that becomes a grind. Like I know it's it's you know it's not maybe as bad of a grind as some other uh, CCGs, but I just yeah. I just feel the the need to grind it out every season, and it ends up by the end of the season 
or middle system where I'm going to hit it being like, I'm just jamming games because I have to get there instead of I'm jamming games because it's fun, you know? Exactly. And so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get better at fighting that urge. If I hit master's great, if I don't, or if I do, or if I don't, whatever. So that's, I mean, that's at least what I was struggling with, which is, I think, what led to the burnout. And so I think taking that kind of stepping back a little bit has helped kind of revitalize my interest in it quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. And, you know, with all this even being said, you know, we're coming back now and I, you know, I'm already rusty. I forgot to announce, but of course we are always brought to you by RunteroCCG.com and we're going <laughs> to jump in to their website in uh, the later portion so we can review Jace uh, fully. So we're always brought to you by those guys. And if you haven't checked those out, I mean, they've been crushing it. They, they've signed on uh, Fresh Lobster, Mo. They've, they've signed on huge people and people who have still been passionately making content for the game uh like we weren't for a month and have been crushing it but huge thank you to rainmaker like when we said hey we need a break super supportive of the break we came back he's like welcome back and you very nice just saying like listen dude like all the progress you guys did make it's not like it's all gone now like a break was healthy like you clearly needed a break i'm glad you took one so thank you to everybody over at retirecg.com as well i mean seriously other than them just being a sponsorship great friends and uh i've got a couple i got one really cool thing that i'm working on currently uh, as an article for them that's something different that they've never done and something that i've never done so i'm very excited Ooh. about that to, to tease you haven't even told me about this so. yeah i know this one it's like fresh like as of like this afternoon fresh so <laughs> oh, haven't got nice, yeah nice. Yeah, so that that's yeah, going to be yeah. happening, which is sweet, and we have Exciting stuff for the stuff. podcast as well. But yeah, so that uh, you know, wanted to say that real quick for those guys. But that goes along with it too. It's part of the uh, the break, and yeah I, yeah, I felt as if uh, my pressure wasn't as much coming from like I was fine without hitting masters. I was I was like focused on gauntlet gaming, and I was enjoying gauntlet and playing some yep. ranked decks and things, and I was having fun. Um, but again, it was just more like I, I like if I wasn't having fun for a game, I felt like the pressure that I needed to try to have fun so I could come back and yeah, the podcast sure, every sure. week. That got to yeah. my head, and I was like, "Yeah." And you know, I Bandle released, and we were still on top of content ish. We might have taken a couple weeks off around there. I mean, I played a lot of Bandle. I, I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I, I played a good bit of it, and I definitely burn out on that set way quicker than I thought I would. I was like thinking like that's going to be the one that gets me back. Like I'm here we go because I was burning out a little mm -hmm. bit before Bandle. Like, you know, around that. And I burn out pretty quick on Bandle. Um, I think it's a fun set. I think the designers did a yeah, really fun set. really cool job. Uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe it just wasn't my speed of games. Maybe the games were too quick still. Maybe it was that six Bandle decks all kind of felt the same. Um, you know, it's just yeah. that Bandle pile that, they're, that you just throw in there. And it's, you know, yeah, we have yeah. all these different ways to ping. It was just something, which is fine. But a lot of people loved Hobby. it. Yeah, the the, the poppy nonstoppy. It was just uh, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. <I like> that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, so... it feels good to be back, though. I think you need to yeah. open this uh, this episode when you go back and post with a uh, guess who's back. Uh, back again. There. We don't. We can't get sued. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the podcast DMCA. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> but it does. I mean, literally, it was like um, so. Obviously. Obviously, and, and appreciate it. We the peoples in chat saying welcome back. Thank you guys. I mean, uh, if Arcane doesn't drop, I don't know if I have the passion that I do again for Runeterra right now. I mean, that that show was so good already, and like it just got oh. all of us so hyped to be like, oh yeah, we want to play in that universe again. I played a couple games of League yeah. this week. I played some uh, Runeterra. I'm like, oh yeah, I just want to be. I played TFT too. I forgot about that one. It's like, yeah, I, the universe is so good. The show is so good. It, it just builds the hype. It's the same thing when we, you and I both, you know, we've talked about playing Star Wars Destiny. You know, when like 
Force Awakens was coming out and they were releasing oh, yeah. stuff inside with that. It's like, of course I want to play oh, Kylo absolutely. Ren today. <laughs> so, I'm, Dude, did that help I you out? Do a whole episode just about arcade. Like, I, you know, Mikey said, we looked, could, Mikey even said he would come back for that. So maybe we have yeah, to. Yeah, that's a that. big deal. I mean, <laughs> it's a big deal. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. I don't want to get too into the weeds on it because I, like I said, I could talk about it forever. And you know, I don't want spoilers or I guess and all that. Yeah, stuff. we should warn more people. But man, it blew me away. I yeah. was expecting a good show, but it is phenomenal. I yep. am absolutely loving it. So yeah. uh, maybe we maybe we'll do maybe we should just do a little side episode at some point. Spoilers, you know. Yeah. And just uh, just go ham. For their open discussion. Yeah, super down for that. I mean, yeah, it was a huge reason why I was like, yeah, I, I want to play again for sure. I mean, that was great. Uh they were releasing get to meet uh, Jace. Yeah, get to meet Jace, a new champion card coming out, which is great. Uh, should shake up some things. Uh, they had that patch previously, and I thought I was like, maybe we should come back and do an episode on that patch where they buff dragons a lot. I think that was like mm-hmm. two, three weeks ago. Uh, they buff Lux. I, I I didn't even play a game. I was still like, you know what? I still need a break right now because it was still in October, yeah. and I was like, still need a break. So I I didn't come back for that patch, but now we got that is just adding to the excitement. Like, dude, I, I Draven was played in the lab, and I was like, oh crap, he has two health. I have I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My I even like, died to a missing shot, and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I literally saw that. I was like, oh, crap. I forgot about that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he does have two health. And then my Lux was five mana. I was like, what? This is great. So on top of – it helped because on top of Jace coming out, I also was playing like with a brand new patch at the same time. So I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. But that's also to the point said a thousand times why I think – it's important yep. to do those types of balance changes. It really revitalizes the game when you, if you take a break and come back. It does. It, yeah. And so I was thinking we're coming back, but end of story. Back now, uh, moving forward to start, we're going to try to go a little slower than we normally did. We were, we were busting out four episodes a week. I mean, this is episode 79. The show is not that old. We hit like 50 episodes in a row to start like our first year. Like we were very, very consistent. And then we slowed down. We're going to start and just go for bi-weekly to start. We're not going to come back weekly every time. When Cruzan and I were paying like a lot more competitively, it was probably a little bit more manageable. But I think right now, I think it's going to be a healthier way to just come back in, do bi-weekly, and then we can just go, you know, if something comes up, we talk about it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, and We know what's on the schedule coming up for uh, January and things like that, so we'll get there eventually. But it's not going to be as much of uh, that every week we have an episode sure. yeah and i feel like it might be a little bit um uh if something huge happens we might impromptu record an episode yeah. about it that kind of thing but yeah in general i would expect bi-weekly moving forward i think it's right. a good it's a good pace for the game because that's about when we see patches and updates and stuff like that yeah or even just news like, or something you know just because just because i never want to be in a place where we're like, oh, we have to record an episode this week. We have to come up with things to talk about, right? Like, right. I only want to bring content that's worth that we want to talk about, that's worth talking about, that's interesting and, and worth making a show on. And I think this is a good pace that will let us do that without stretching it. Yep. Yeah, totally agree. And that's that's going to be the plan for now. Um, so uh, if anyone else has been following our, our channel as well, our Twitter and things like that, um, you know, thank you for the continued support. We've, uh, we've pretty much any money that we had gotten from Patreon or anything like that, we dumped right back. I did a couple giveaways even while we were on break. So appreciate that. Not just like pocketing your money and running. We just tried, tried to give it all back and giveaways. Um, 
And uh, if you're following as well, we do have a little side pro uh, project going on uh, that we had. It was me, me and Josh kind of started a little side thing called Indie Ignition, which was all about uh, just indie games. And I'll tell you, I mean, for that first like three weeks when I took that break, man, Josh and I went hard on some indie games. <laughs> we were we bought I mean, we bought like Monster Train Inscription. We brought uh, Rogue Book. I mean, we were playing so many different card games. I mean, he was going hard on Dead Cells, doing. Uh, you know a couple different platformers but we were going really really hard on indie games and it was super fun and uh we still plan on making a, you know multiple more episodes of that but we know that one is a lot slower in the book uh you know we're, we're doing that once every month maybe every other month or something like that so if you're interested in that we'll still be doing that i believe our next uh game we're doing is uh rogue book which was uh designed by the people who made feria and also uh richard garfield the guy one of the creators of magic so that game is super legit we'll be talking yeah. about that so i heard that's it's pretty good at making games yeah uh i, I played keyforge so i don't know if i would say that <laughs> no keyforge yeah, was fun <laughs> it was fun for a brief period of time yeah. it was it was fun for i mean it was fun for what it was um yep that's the quick update on the side project. Yeah, still going. Uh, it's just like I said, that one is not a priority. We're doing that, so we're back to make content that we like. And like Cruz said, we don't want it to be scrapping for something to talk about. Um, but we got plenty to talk about today. Plenty. Yes, uh, we do. I guess Let's, we'll start uh, with the new mode, right? I knew it. Uh, I, it's it's. I have just started playing it. So I guess what was it yesterday or two days ago? I don't, I don't know. Time. I can't keep track. But it was my first time. Like that's what I've been diving into. I haven't even played ladder since I've come back and started. Same, playing. Just same, playing. yeah. Um, so, yeah. That but, I mean, uh, how, I guess that's how a good far question. Have you in it? I guess the, a good question. So you said you came back and you just played uh, this, right? You just started with yeah. Path of Champions. I think it's a great jumping back in point. I did one expedition. I was like, I need to just come back in. I haven't done an expedition. <laughs> in years i was like i need to realize like why i like this game so much like let me just go to right. the core of it did an expedition seven owed it i was like we still got it let's go three of the games were against bots because apparently nobody plays that much <laughs> there's bots who play expedition if, if if it waits too long if you if you're in queue too long they just put you against a poor robot ai yeah oh my god yeah no. i thought you meant people had like you know bots oh no like farming expeditions no, yeah. or something i was like what now, yeah, you just play oh, the man. AI, if, if to, yeah. so, I mean, which rough. is a shame because Expeditions is a fantastic draft mode. There's just no inclination to play it, right? Like, there's no benefit yeah. to play it. That's a I whole other like topic. It, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say we could do a lapse on that. But, yeah, if it had some sort of, like, I don't know, leaderboard or prizes or, yeah. or something that would incentivize people to play it, it would make a lot more waves. But, yeah, yep. as it is, it's like you play a three or if you play it at all, and you're like, well, there's no point, so... Yeah, when they took away the champion capsules from that, and again, this game is the most generous game of, of all time. It's the most yeah, generous yeah. free-to-play game I've ever played. But when they took that away, I, I, that mode definitely got hurt. But So I came back for Expedition, and then that was on like Monday, waited for Path of Champions, haven't built a deck, haven't played Ladder. I was like, I just want to try to enjoy what I like about the game. And for those who are wondering, if you guys are uh, you know, not keeping up to date, because our audience is more than just uh, people who are right on top of every single thing that Legend of Terror is doing, what we're talking about is a new mode called Path of Champions. It's a new permanent mode, but it's still under the Labs tab. Essentially, it's the culmination of both uh, Lab of Legends, which was a previous lab, which was sort of like a roguelike deck building experience where you went through nine fights, always the same, and you built your deck as you went with different characters. And it's a culmination of that, plus the most recent uh, lab, which was Saltwater Scourge, which was a story-driven through Bilgewater and you went through modules and you could travel around and you had different shops and do different things, etc. This is the culmination of all of that. 
So it is a uh, story-driven deck-building mode that has replayability. It's roguelike because each time your deck starts over, but you also have a little bit of an RPG factor because as you go through, you can level up in the, every run that you start with Jace. You could have some stuff you're bringing into it from your experience with him, etc. But you're building a fresh deck every time as you go through. That is the short summary of it. Um, yeah. It is purposely released inside uh, of Piltover and Zon with a huge focus of Piltover and Zon because of Arcane. So there are five characters that have story-driven uh, elements and the other ten characters don't have the story-driven elements, but you can still play the mode like that. And when we're saying story-driven, Cruz, I know you haven't played a lot, but you've seen the uh, comic strips that they're putting in the game and the voice yeah. lines and all that. Really cool, they're right? really cool. Yeah. yeah. I really like the integration of lore in lore. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, me too. It's, a, it's especially like if you are listening to this and haven't seen Arcane yet, like it really pairs well because mm -hmm. you see the stories of these uh, people while also, well, all, all these characters, while then playing that that's part of that story. I guess it's a different timeline or whatever. But like you get the backstory of those characters, and then you see this stuff play out in the game mode, and it's really cool to see like the full story arc. So, yeah, it just adds another dynamic to it. But uh, I really like that element of it, where it's not just you're mindlessly walking through, playing, fighting different yep. enemies and stuff. And so it's it's cool. I'm liking it quite a bit so far. Yeah, so I guess to get back to your question, I'll, I'll throw it back at you. How far have you gotten in the mode so far? What, what have you done so far? Yeah, and actually, I just I just learned while you were talking that it's apparently going to be permanent. I didn't realize that was a thing, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because uh, I know most lab modes, I just expect to go away at some point. Yeah. But um, uh, so I have played through, I think it's three levels of Jinx, like, I don't know what you call it. It's like three a run, yeah, a run, yeah. yeah. Uh, and one level of I. Nice. So far. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of slowly going through them. I I, I was going to just play all the way through Jinx, but I just kind of wanted to see what the other decks were like. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think, so it's Jace, and then what's uh, what are the other like story characters? There's two more, right? Uh, there's five Piltover and Zone characters that are story. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. So there's five. Oh, yeah, Jace, Jace, Jace Vi. Yeah, I think it's Victor and Heimer, if I remember correctly. I could be oh, off, though. Okay, all right. Could be off. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. Hope it is Victor. I need to go look. I feel like this is something I should have done before the show. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely... I, I'll, I'll pull it up to, to second-guess <laughs> myself here. Um, but yeah. Is there an article about it on runeterraccg.com? Uh, you know, there's multiple sure. articles on this, on this sure thing already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm loving... Oh, I guess, you know, we should have also mentioned it. I know we're a little all over the place here, but uh, this mode is uh, free. Um, I mean, so it's as free as a new mode can be. The only stipulation is that you need to have two of the champion that you do the run with, but they, you you start the game with two jinxes. If you make a Legends of Runeterra account, you have two jinxes. Um, and then if you do a run with jinx, they give you two Vi. If you do a run with Vi, they give you two Echo, and they give oh it's Echo because <laughs> yeah, I just saw it's Echo. Right. Yep. It is Echo. Yep. Uh, they give you two echo and so on until you get all five of the pilgrims out. So they're they're giving. I mean, two champion cards is a ton. That's six dollars and three champions. Value. Yeah, you get two free champions, so you can play the mode. And then the other ten that are between Ionia and Bilgewater, those champions, uh, you just have to have two of them to play the mode. But the best thing about this is, and um, Cosmic was saying this on on Twitter today as well. This is a new mode. That's a huge new mode, 
right? It's drawing a lot of people to the game. There was a login queue to start the freaking the game yeah. when the patch went live, which is I great. I haven't seen that in a minute. Right. So that's great to see. But it's this huge new mode that's entirely free. And not, it's like not even free. It literally is giving you stuff yeah. to play it. On top of just giving you – it's not giving you stuff for this mode in particular. It's giving you stuff that you can use on ladder in anything, in any Legends of Runeterra. And on top of that, all the quests that you get in things for this new event pass and all that, you can just complete them on this. I mean – it's so generous of a of a mode and a game, and that we we talk about that all the time about how generous this game is. But it's it's absolutely bonkers that they're like, here's this massive new mode. It's entirely free. Cool. Yeah, I love. Thanks. It. Yeah, and, and I didn't even realize. I knew it gave you champions. I didn't realize you needed the champions to play it. Uh, um, That's the only stipulation to it at all. So I mean, it, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of those champions like are free to get, just, but... just by playing and you unlock them all for free. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, all the Piltarin's on ones you unlock for free, and then just the Bilgewater yeah. and Ionia, the other ten, you they don't. There's no quest line for those, but there's a quest line for the first. I and mean, I'm, I'm just always blown away at how much the like the art, the voiceover team, I know. the story team just crush it. Like everything. Especially in these modes that are kind of more driven by that aspect, yeah. it just it just flows so well. Like it just feels like it's naturally, you know, I don't know. It's like it's like your it's like a full blown game in a video game. So I don't know. It's just yeah, it's not something I'm used to seeing in CCGs. You get the like, yep. here's a character with a text bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you have to um, kind of dig in really to see how it tomorrow. connects. But yeah, they they put mm -hmm. it right there for you. I. Like literally, the, after I watched the first episode of Arcane, everyone's freaking out. And people are going crazy and talking about how they want more and stuff. And I'm like, if you want to know more about the world of Runeterra, like, don't play League. You're not going to learn that Josh. much. Yeah, text Josh for his encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> Get the encyclopedia from Josh, or download Legends of Runeterra and uh, play that because they put so like Cruz said, the, the story yeah. team is insane. Uh, and now they have a second full team for this mode as well. Like this mode, you know, Sean. Uh, he started a lot of this with us. when we had Sean Main on for a couple times. Uh, we had him on three times. He was the lead designer of uh, Targon, that, that entire set. When we had him on, he had left the lead design team and he was working on Lab of Legends at the time. And then he has overseen the creation of Saltwater Scourge and now this. And Mel Lee, who we also had on, she was the narrative lead when we had her on, um, which was obviously what Cruz is talking about, the narrative lead of all the interconnections of all the cards talking to each other, all the art connecting and stuff. And now she's partial game designer as well as leading this team. So she led the the design process of uh, Path of Champions. So, I mean, it, it's incredible to see it grow from Lab of Legends to Saltwater to now Path of Champions. And now it's this culmination of just awesomeness. Uh, and, I mean, it's, like I said, it is permanent. Um, they there's actually riot access was talking about it there people were complaining like well why is it in the labs if it's a, a permanent mode and uh because they were worried like are, are you going to remove it because <laughs> we really like it and you can get your guys up to level 22 and it's an rpg and we don't want to lose our progress and um he was saying yeah they're putting it in labs just because they're still fine-tuning things and making changes but once it's mm -hmm. set out of that and they're not making a ton of changes they're going to make it its own uh tab like expeditions or tournament like another tab like that will be path of champions so Super exciting! Nice. It's, yeah, yeah the mode so far is great. Like, it just was the place that made the most sense to put it and get it out there, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And it, players coming from playing Lab of Legends, Saltwater, they know exactly where to find it, etc. So, yeah, I mean, and we've said this before too, but like those types of modes are really what draw in new players. Uh, uh, yeah, which is great for the game. So, like, yep, yeah, and 
Uh, I love that labs is kind of doing its job, uh, which is they can experiment with things, iterate on different game modes and try, uh, try new things and like see what works and what doesn't. And I feel like that's a very large part of the reason that we have this mode now is because they, they did those experimentations and were able to build on it. So yeah. Uh, yeah. They're doing it the right way. Love it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time, right? I mean, if you remember playing lab of legends, it was, you know, placeholder art. It was art that just didn't really make any sense. It was just art from like other cards and different places and yeah, things. Yeah. And none of it was unique. And now like there's full blown comic strips of story and animation. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like they clearly put some money into this because they know, right. and, and you know, people aren't buying stuff, but they're just buying cosmetics to play. And it's just a free to play game. They're supporting the game that way and things. So yeah, it's, it's impressive to see the growth in labs uh, and, you know, they're crushing. It. I, I love it. I mean, I'm a competitive guy. I like the tournaments. I watch worlds and, you yeah. know, I, I love that side of things, but man, I, at my heart, I, I want to play a thousand different little RPG games and indie games. I, I love all that stuff. So this is like, it's like, I got a yeah. whole new slay the spire to play or a whole new, you yeah, know, yeah, whatever yeah. to just play now. And I got to level up all these characters to 22 and can't wait. Can't wait to be playing that uh, all week, honestly, all week. 22. Holy cow. Yeah, you can get up to level so twenty-two. Yeah, you were. You, so you said how far you got. I um. I'm on I, level four, I think. You're level four with Jinx or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm like level three with Jinx. I played one run with Vi, and then I ran like three missions with Jace because uh, I wanted to try Jace yeah. out. And um, yeah, he's fun. He's really fun. Yeah. So, I, let my, you want to start? You want to talk about Jace? Yeah, yeah Jace we can segue to him. You you want to? Uh, do you have him pulled up? Do you want to read him? You want me to read? I him? do. Sure. Yeah. yeah feel I'll free. Yeah, so Jace is a uh, newly released champion. He's a four mana built over in Zahn champion. Uh, he is a four four, and he reads on play, grant me quick attack or challenger. And then his level up is you've cast two six plus cost spells. So it's like uh, kind of similar to Lux, except you can uh, level in deck, which is nice. Yeah. And then when he levels up, you get an acceleration gate in your hand, which is um, a six mana spell, slow spell, that says, give your allies plus two, plus zero, and quick attack this round. If they already have it, or double attack, give them a random keyword instead. That's kind of interesting right in there. Like, like, it doesn't go for a quick attack, double attack. It's if they have either, they get a random keyword. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I first um, was expecting them to just get double attack if they had it, but I guess that'd be a little too yeah. strong. Double sure. attack's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, giving random keywords can be... Yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting effect. And then his level up, uh, he has the same playability, so quick attacker challenger. Um, and then each round, the first time you cast a 6 plus cost spell, you cast it again on the same targets. So, obvious synergies with Lux. Um, and Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things there. I feel like... Oh, man, I'm... Like this is, I haven't actually built a deck with Jace yet. Mm-hmm. Um, after watching Arcane, I want to make Jace Victor, even if it doesn't make a lot of sense. Just, of course, want to do it. <laughs> uh, of course, but there's some cool, like I don't know, Karma could be interesting. It seems super yeah. greedy, but uh, have you have you played Mister Alum at all? Uh, just in lot, like I haven't touched ladder, so I haven't touched deck building. I just was, I didn't feel like no. trying to build a deck, get frustrated. I didn't want to. I wanted to avoid frustration. <laughs> To, to my yeah, yeah, coming yeah. back to the game, uh, but I've played him with a, a lot in Path of uh, Path of Champions, and you know I, I've okay. gotten some insane things. Like the, one of the perks was like right away a first run, uh, 
you know, the first slow spell you cast, cast it twice. I'm like, well, this is bonkers. So yeah, he just <laughs> he just went insane. But I love him. Uh, Jace is Jace is pretty much my only top laner that I'm comfortable with when I play League. Uh, by okay. far my favorite. Uh, I think they nailed what he does. I, I mean, it, it's crazy to me. They always take champions and make them so like vividly like yeah. their league kit. But this is insane. I mean, Jace is known. I mean, like his most iconic thing is really that he can either be melee or be ranged at any time. He starts with his ultimate, his level. He doesn't have an ultimate. You just level up your three abilities and he at all times can switch between a ranged hammer or a melee hammer. So, the quick attack is the melee hammer and the challenger. I'm sorry. The quick attack is the ranged hammer and the uh, mm -hmm. challenger is the melee hammer. And I think that's just such a cool way to make a character. So he just has the flexibility that Jace already brings to the table for league, which yeah. is so sweet. Um, and I love it. I mean, like, yeah, he's he's all about technology. He's all about mixing magic and technology. So, yeah, casting spells makes total sense for his level up condition. There is a clear need for a little bit of love to this archetype. I mean, Lux hasn't seen play. She got her a little bit of buff, but she still needed some uh, some love from there. And in general, just you know, the slower type of deck. I mean, you were saying pair it with Lux, pair it with Karma, right? People probably paired it with Heimerdinger at some point. These are all slower decks that haven't really had a whole lot of time to shine. And you know, Jace is definitely going to help him do that a little bit. Besides that, he's he's just a meat stay. I mean, he's just a four four with quick attack for four is good. Levels mm -hmm. and deck, great. Uh, and I absolutely love Acceleration Gate. Uh, it's it's so cool. I mean, that card in, um, I mean, I'm sorry, that ability in League is super fun. It does all your allies get quicker as they run through it. You get quicker as you run through it. Increases your range. So it's giving a little extra attack. And uh, it's such a sweet, sweet card there that, uh, it, you know, it's not main deckable, but it's just something he creates. So, yep. yeah, he seems so fun. Is it a main deck card? Oh, it's not main. When you say it's not main deckable, you mean... Yeah. It doesn't exist outside of the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying it, it wasn't good enough to be. I was like, wait a second. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's only created, is what I meant. Yep. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. They they do a really good job of capturing the feel of every champion, and they have done it once again. I've never actually played Jace, but yeah. I watched him. Uh, he was relatively popular uh, like at Worlds. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I've seen, I saw a lot of him. I just never played it myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to keep playing um, Path of Champions for a bit, but I am excited to start deck building with him when I get back in the ladder. I know so, it was, uh, man, they, they gave me three of them real quick. Like, I was just opening some rewards and stuff, and I was like, I have three Jace now. I'm oh, like, I, I nice. could I could build a deck, but I was like, I, 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 I don't want to. It's like they know when you took a break. I came back and I opened up my vault from the last time I played. Yep. And it was like a level seven vault or something, and I had an epic capsule that upgraded to a champion i had a prismatic that upgraded i was like okay yeah. all right you're you, you already <laughs> got me you don't need to yep <laughs> you haven't logged on in a month here's jace here's another jace yeah. like, all right all right man yeah. i'm just here for the path of champions but sure <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so right, i man. i mean like I said, I, I love it when it's a champion I actually know well. Uh, there's like 100 and some odd champions, which is getting crazy because I think we're at like 92 in Runeterra already, which is quick. Yeah. Very quick. Um, but I mean, there's 100 some odd champions. I don't play all of them. I really do play like every position except AD carry. So I play a, a bit of everything, but the top lane is probably one of my worst. I play Shen and Jace, and Jace is the only one I'm good at. And I... Love the dude. So I was super excited to see him coming in general. Being a, a main-ish character in Arcane, spoiler warning, not really. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll read his his next card, which is his champion card as well. So his duplication card. It's uh, his Shock Blast. So this one you can main deck. It's a six cost slow spell. Deal three to an enemy or the enemy nexus and three to another. So you can essentially deal three damage to a unit and the nexus or three damage to two different units. For six mana, uh, it's a little pricey. Obviously, it goes into the sense of, yeah, you're going to level up Jace with it. Mm-hmm. It's a great champion card, though. Yeah, uh, especially if it's being duplicated by yep. his, his level two ability. Yep. Uh, I mean, maybe some synergy with Ezreal there, too. Um, yeah, get some targets, know, yeah. It's it's a very, like, it. I'm not 100% convinced it's, like, super strong. Yeah. But it's very flexible, which which I feel like means it can pair well with a lot of different things. So I'll be interested to see if it finds a place. Yeah. Like as a main, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a card that'll make main decks very often. That's, um, that's where I'm lying on it too. Okay. We're both rusty here. We're just two old guys who haven't played in a while, but yeah. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I can't see this being super main deckable <laughs> though, but I just, I think it's a really good, like if you have a second Jace, it's like, yeah, like you said, it's a flexible card. I mean, there's not a whole lot of champion spells that are like, Oh, I always want to use this, but this has multiple outs. You could win a game with it. And it literally levels him directly. So yep. that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, really helps him out in general. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a cool card. I mean, it is a cool card. And it's his Q in yeah. League, and it's awesome. Uh, this next one's pretty nuts. The Forge Chief. She's a, yeah. a one-drop 2-1 two, one with Strike. Refill one spell mana. That card, to me, is is one of the best of the bunch. I don't know. I, I've played it in Path of Champions a ton, and I'm like, oh my god, this card's insane. Uh, it just helps. I mean, it's it's kind of like how... Um, I forget what the card name was. The uh, the little dudes, they had a tune. The 2-1 from Bilgewater had a tune. So you can play that oh, unit sure. and uh, Shell Shockers, and then on curve, still be able to get mana and have mana to spend on turn two or three this is obviously a strike ability so if you're i mean if it hits nexus and then she blocks later you get two from it crazy if it just hits once she paid for herself i I, i'm like huge fan of this card yeah it's an interesting like uh spot in in p and z too it's not um you know like uh my first thought was nami you know uh <laughs> yeah um, but that's obviously in uh in Bilgewater. but it seems like if you know it, it's counterable right you can yeah. use like a pokey stick or something to kill it before it actually gets the uh the ability off which is nice but it's similar to a lot of those ones like uh, that if they get it off more than once it's really strong and for a one drop you know you don't have a ton of investment to to get that value out of it so yeah, I, yeah, I like it quite a bit. It's a cool card. Yeah, I don't think you're too far off either. The uh, the bundle deck that they have in the store right now is a Nami and Jace deck. So there you go. There's something to it. She's probably in the deck. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. And Nami is everyone's favorite champion to play against. Yep. So I'm sure that'll go. Of course, well. of course. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take the next one here? Uh, sure. What are we? What is the next? We're one? on the Pharos Financier. Financer, financier, the two draw. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know how to say his go name. With, I'm gonna go with financier. I like that. That's good. Sounds fancy. Uh, yeah. So it's a two mana, uh, pansy uh, follower. It's a two two. 
um, and it says play manifest a six plus cost spell from your regions. Everyone uh, loves manifest, right? That's what I've heard. I like it. I, I, I think you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I am trying, but to I actually sarcastic. genuinely do like that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I am always a fan of uh, controlled amounts of RNG. Yeah. And this fits in that category. Six plus cost in general is like kind of a wide range, right? Yeah. Um, and I know the meme is always, I go to play around uh, judgment every yep. single game. No, you don't. Uh, it, this one's from your regions, <laughs> at least. So yeah, if they're not playing Demacia, true. you're good, at That's least. That's fair. So even more control, which is yep. great. Yep. Um, ooh, yeah, which is also interesting if you're playing, uh, you know, dual region cards. Yeah. That counts towards your region. But I, I would assume it's just the main regions of your deck. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always love uh, units that have decent bodies with essentially card draw. And, and it's, yeah. it lets you, uh, it in introduces some like decision making into the process. So, like, there's some skill involved there and like picking what's right. Because often on turn two, you're not going to know what you might need three, four turns from then. So, like, yep. having the matchup and planning ahead, uh, you can definitely, you know, get some. Uh, some value there if you're familiar with the matchups. I, I like, and, and you know, it has uh, synergy, obviously, with Lux and Jace. So I, yeah. I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I don't find this one as, uh, like, mean as the, the lopping, loping, looping telescope um, in the sense yeah. that its its RNG is a little bit more wild, like epic cards from any region, celestial package. Like, yeah, that one's a bit insane. But yeah, like Cruz said, I mean, they have to pick a six-plus cost spell you know, it's turn two. They're spending two unit mana. They're not going to be able to play that for at least two turns to use all their mana, but most likely they're going to be playing it later in the game. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's card generation, but it's like you, you got to predict a couple turns what you're going to need. And that's it, not always easy to do. So there's a lot of skill expression, but like and you said, it can't too, though, infinite loop. <laughs> and it can't infinite loop, which yeah, nothing can now. We did miss that in the patch we didn't cover. They, they did hot fix. Nothing can infinite loop anymore. Yep. That's great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, like you said, he's got a solid. Like he's a two-two. He's not just a two-one. He doesn't die to pokey stick. He can block well. He plays, gets his card value, and blocks. He he might be better than the Forge uh, Chief. Uh, definitely, he's. I think he's in the discussion. He's really good. Yeah. I think yeah, he might I be mean, a little more limited to like s slower decks because it's a six-cost spell. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But pretty good. Are you a fan of Heimerdinger cruising? I uh, I mean, I am a fan of Heimerdinger. But I'm sad at how bad he is in Runeterra. Fair, so. but now he has the Hextech Handler. He does. That's the that is true. The three drop three two from Piltover Zone, who has the uh, tech subtype. I think we always call them tribes, but I saw in the Path of yeah. Champions today that they're called subtypes technically. Yeah. Uh, he is a three two with quick attack. So three drop three two with quick attack. He's essentially Draven. I mean, same card here. <laughs> um, and he has grant tech allies everywhere, plus one, plus one, once you've cast a six-plus spell this game. So they've added a lot more to the tech package. Uh, for anyone wondering, tech is the subtype of Heimerdinger's uh, turrets, and as well as there's the McDonald's Fries one-drop, who's a 1-3, I forget his name. <laughs> the Adaptatron yeah, uh, or something? Yeah, Adaptron, yeah, McDonald's Fries. He is a tech... <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that's great. Yeah, he's, I mean, look at him. He's he's McDonald's. Yeah, uh, he's, he's McDonald's fries. Yeah. yeah, he is. 
yeah, so he's a tech, and then there's a couple cards that obviously create tech, like Production Surge creates, uh, you know, you spend all your mana to make tech cards. So th they've added a lot of tech support since the good old days of when it was just Heimerdinger. Uh, and, I mean, this one's interesting. He does, he's not bad stats at all. I mean, a 3-drop three 3-2 three, with Quick Attack's pretty good. The only thing is, he right. needs to be either alive, and then you play a 6-drop later, or 6-call spell later, or you need to play a 6-call spell, and then when you play him, he'll give the right. buff out instantly. But it's a good buff. It is, and I was wondering when they were going to add more tech support. That's kind of funny. Uh, more <laughs> support for the tech subtype. Tech support. Because there have been... Um, <laughs> There have been like you know references to it on things like Glory's Evolution, um, but like even with this, there there I, obviously adds a bunch, but there are not very many tech uh, followers in the game at all. So right, I, I, it just feels like it's not enough to really fully support an entire archetype. Yeah, I agree. I would like to see it at some point. Like that's a cool like um, theme. You know, I like the idea of building a deck around, you know, the turrets and robots and stuff. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, this guy's uh, adorable, too. Glorious evolution is the problem. This, he has a little hat. I mean, yes. look at him. Yep. He's uh, <laughs> grade A adorable. I love this thing. Uh, you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, I I'm, I don't have the link that you're pulling the order from. So oh, gotcha. Sorry. You, it is, you got the Forge of Tomorrow up next. Okay. Forge of Tomorrow. So that is a three mana landmark from PNZ. Uh, it says when I'm summoned, summon a forge worker, which is a three mana three three. Uh, and it says when you cast a six plus cost spell, destroy me and refill your spell mana. So again, more synergies with Jace. It's uh, it's interesting because it's a it's essentially like playing a three mana three three that has a bonus later on, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, also has synergies with uh, like Ziggs, things that destroy uh, landmarks or the spell mana coming back for, for Jace and other things like that. Another card that's like, because the one of the one of the biggest problems with many landmarks is you play them and they do nothing. Yeah. So right, at least this is proactive and it gives you a body uh, as soon as it's played. So I like that quite a bit. I feel like that's like the kind of thing. If they're not super powerful, it's the kind of thing landmarks need to be good. Yeah, I think that's what makes like hex mine explosive so good too. It's like it's played, it's done mm -hmm. somebody, and then later you'll get value. Kind of the same thing here. Yep. You play it, you get on curve a three three, which is great, and then at a later turn, you can possibly play a six cost spell, get to destroy it, so clear your board space back up, so you can play a bunch yep. of other stuff and gain uh, the ability to refill your spell mana. I mean, yep. it, this card's got a lot of value to it. I, I think, I I think like it's got that. a ton of value. Um, normally, we'll talk about if things are overrated, underrated. Oh. I haven't been paying attention to the general census of it. But to me, this card seems good. I'm also realizing that I misspoke a little bit there. There isn't really a synergy with six because it's not when it yeah, destroys. Yeah. When it gets destroyed, it's when you cast a six-plus cost spell. Right. It's destroyed and refills. So if you just destroy it yourself, you don't get that bonus. But Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'd still destroy it if you want. Yeah, you'd still be able to just get a three-three body out for for the yeah. three mana and then play it. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a solid card. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think it's all around pretty good. I think all of these so far have been pretty solid uh, in general. I think we're getting to a couple yeah. weirder ones as we go. 
but still some pretty interesting ones. This next one, I, I'm like, I'm obsessed with this card. I'm, I'm obsessed with really weird cards. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens knows, like, I just like the most random freaking cards. But this thing is also, this is the Pharaoh Sky Cruiser. It's, the full art is gorgeous. It's like this, like, launch bay of Sky Cruisers. Like, the inside of a freaking Star Destroyer for these super fancy nice. upscale Sky Cruiser, like, hot balloon things. They're, they're so dope. Uh, it's a 4-drop 2-4 with Elusive, but it gets plus 2 attack once you've cast a 6-plus uh, call spell this game. So, obviously, all these cards that came out with, with Jace have been focused on that archetype. And here's another one. But it would be a 4-4 body with Elusive in PNZ, which does have uh, some Elusive abilities. I mean, they have a couple cards that have elusive. They have ways to grant elusive to different things. They have a champion with elusive. They've, sorry, they have two champions with elusive. Um, I, I just think this card's pretty interesting. I, I don't know if it really fits in the deck, but I've been using it in path, and it's been, I mean, it's been super fun to play. It's a, a 4-4 elusive is <clears throat> nothing to joke at. It's, it's a solid stat line. Yeah, and everybody loves playing against elusives, so it's a win-win all around. <clears throat> you got that right. You got that what? right. What? what was I saying? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about this one. It doesn't I know. Really that's why. That's why I had to talk much. about the art for a couple seconds there. The art yeah. is cool. I will give you that. For the sure. Art's great, dude. The art's so good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a a place where it's, you know, maybe it has a place in a deck, but uh, I don't know. I don't really love elusive decks in general, yeah. so it does not. It's just not my playstyle. So it's not. One of the ones I'm more excited about in this mini set. Fair. Very fair. You want to take uh, Assembly Line next? I would love to take Assembly Line because that card is cool. I think um, it's pretty good. Wait, it, it's the... It's, uh, um, oh, wait, is that, what, is that the one I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Production Surge, actually. But still, Assembly Line yep. is still a cool card. So it's a, it's a six-mana slow spell, uh, and it just says Summon Two Forge Workers. Um, so... Not as the exciting as the the one I was thinking of, but that's actually not <laughs> event. I just got them confused. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, Shane, tell the people because it's definitely not me forgetting. What's a forge worker? Uh, the three three unit that we were just okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that the landmark yeah, yeah. makes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. same thing. So, so it, but it's cool because you can summon them with spell mana, and it has all the synergies we've been talking about. So, I mean, uh, yeah, if you play the landmark, get a forge worker, play this next turn with your spell mana and do three regular mana get you know you have three forge workers and you pop it and refresh your spell mana it's pretty decent i mean turn four yeah. you got a couple three threes out and you could still have your one and two drop and you have spell mana to work with that's a that's a pretty aggressive start does this ever replace um the name of the card is slipping my mind but the six mana summon a random five drop yeah remembrance yeah so that's like exactly where i was going to go with it so there's there's the illegal contraption from Piltover's Zone, which is the six drop, uh, six call yeah. spell that summons a five five. So this is like directly competing with that slot in the own yeah. region because it's in the exact same region, same spell, same yeah. spell cost. Yeah. So this is two three threes or one five five. I think two three threes is uh, better a lot of the times, but it does take up more yeah. board space. But then if you're playing it with Lux and Demacia, Remembrance is pretty amazing. It can get reduced in cost, but that sometimes can bite you when you're playing a Lux deck because you have to spend enough mana. Right. But now you have to be playing a Jace deck as well if you're doing that. You need the, you need that Remembrance to cost six. But this is yeah. an interesting, like, okay, I just banked my spell mana turn one and two. Or 
I played the Forge Chief, she struck, I played nothing on turn 2, and now on turn 3 I can drop a 6 cost spell, I have 2 three threes. I still have my 1 drop, pretty decent curve, like I said I've been playing like all Path Champions, but I've hit that hundreds of times now, because you get all these cards to start that deck, and it feels decent, uh, I mean yeah. I remember Remembrance feeling really good, but this still feels good. Yeah, because I feel like this type of deck uh, benefits more from going wide than it does from one high five. Uh, yeah, agreed. Like, I guess you probably generally kill the same amount of units, right? Like a five five will generally trade up, um, or, you know, get a two for one essentially. Yep. Uh, but you know, a lot of the aggro decks that you have trouble with in a deck like this. Yeah, that's a good point. Wide. So having. Uh, having those blockers, especially because they've done a lot of the changes recently, have brought things like the super aggressive cards down to about three health. So that's very relevant, right? Yeah, it, um, it's super good for that reason. And the other reason, if they are going wide, a lot of those things you, always have uh, like two attack. What's that? So I'm looking okay. at you, Rune Runner. Oh God, always the <laughs> Rune Runner. Three health, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is now too. Dude, so many things have changed. It's crazy. It yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So. I like it. I think it's a cool card. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think assembly line's pretty solid, actually. I I was kind of sleeping on it a little bit to start. I was kind of like with you. I was like, yeah, I think yeah, Remembrance might be better. It's not flashy. It's not. Know? It is not. It's just two three threes. <laughs> yep. It's a lot of value, though. The next one yeah. uh, is flashy. Very weird card here. We have the Hextech Anomaly, which is a six-cost focus speed. So we're getting a little bit more focus speed, which is why I didn't notice that until now. Uh, it's when you draw, or I guess it doesn't even matter at all, right? Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> when you, that's why I didn't notice it, because it doesn't matter. When you draw or create me in hand, or each round starts. So essentially, always, uh, <laughs> while I'm in your hand, transform me into a random six-plus cost spell. Lots of RNG here. It can be a uh, any spell from across any region at all times. This is a main deckable card. But like it's pretty unique where if if you are doing something like say this manifest guy Pharos financier, uh, you manifest the six cost spell. This can pop up in that manifest. You can pick this and it says when you draw or create me. So you're creating it right then. It yeah. will then change. So if you don't like your other two options, you can pick this and get a random third option from outside of your regions. So you do in fact have to worry about judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like bringing it back. This is the type of RNG I don't love. Like there's no <laughs> skill in this card at all. You just get something yep. random. Yeah. Uh, and it just doesn't. It it probably makes for some cool, you know, uh, highlight reels or yep. whatever. Which you know, say I guess that's that there's some value there. But like, I don't know. I want I want cards that have interactability and you can play around and. and uh, to some capacity and like have skill involved in playing. This is just none of that. So I'm not a big fan. Of... Uh, I will say though, the focus is relevant a little bit in one way. Like, um, what's that uh, that uh, follower that you can draw a focus fast speed or slow? Oh, spell true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. if this is your only focus spell, you can target it. Yeah. I don't know why you'd ever want to do that. That There's is good relevance. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I'm sh like I said, it'll probably be lead to some funny things happening, but I'm not a fan of this one. Yeah, I doubt we see it often or anything, but there will definitely be games where it does come up where it's like someone does pick it yeah. with uh, one of their. I mean, there's a Someone's lot. Someone's of... gonna get this at next year's Worlds and like get some crazy yep. like they're just gonna get it through a manifest, get some crazy card, and 
everyone's gonna lose their minds. Yeah, they're gonna get like feel the rush from it or something obnoxious and just yeah, or perfectly timed mm-hmm. get ruination. Stoned. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then Lore's gonna die. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you. I think the card is not good, uh, but it's also extremely RNG uh, specific, and it's it's gonna create some some wild plays every once in a while that will piss some people off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he does make the Hextech Financier, uh, or this card makes the Hextech Financier look like a lot more skilled of a card, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it does do that. Uh, the last card's all yours, but it's Albus Pharos. So we've been talking about the Pharos. Uh, these are this family that they've been alluding to. And this is the last guy. You want to take it? Yeah. This family's going to show up in the show. Um, I got to. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a seven mana, six, five with quick attack. And it says, when I am summoned, draw Jace. He's got a boat. And then he's got... <laughs> That's kind of a weird... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skycruiser should summon him then. Yeah, actually. Uh, uh, when I'm summoned, draw Jace, attack. Deal one to the enemy nexus for each six plus cost spell you've cast this game. Increase it by one. Why would it not say just... Oh, never mind. So it's a minimum of one if you haven't cast any six plus cost spells. Fair enough. Yep. I was going to say, why doesn't it say deal one for each six plus cost spell? Yeah, it's, so, it's X plus one. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes That makes sense. Uh, okay. I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first time I've read this card. Somehow I missed this one uh, in the list. <laughs> yeah. So this is literally right off the cup. That's interesting. Initial um, reaction right now brought to yeah, you live. <laughs> I, I, like, I like abilities. Uh, you know, I like the idea of followers that summon specific champions because I really like the added consistency that brings, you know, some of them are so bad they're not worth running. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, misfortune. But yo, um, I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so offended right now. Oh my god, I get I'm it. Just I get it. I get. It. I, I've made multiple siren videos on YouTube. <laughs> but continue. Uh, but uh, I like it. it's. It's an interesting because it's. It seems like more of a. Uh, like an aggro spin to it, which is not something I expect in a deck built around six plus cost spells. Yeah, right. Uh, but PNZ has a lot of burn. Jace's spell can be burned. Yeah. And it, especially for casting it twice, you know, six damage to the face is nothing to sneeze at. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's an interesting twist. I, I wonder if you can build a kind of like burn Jace deck with something like this. Yeah, it, it adds like a weird finishing power to the deck for sure. It, yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. it's over the top damage. He's a very weird card in general. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a boat, so he gets the draw, which is great. I love those cards because we do want to have the game is focused on champions. So cards that are yeah. drawing champions are pretty good. And how most many of the times time. have you played where you're like, my opponent drew four champions and I drew none? I guess yep. I lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they've added so many cards that draw champions yeah. now, which is great. Um, none are cooler than Shen's. Shen's boat is a living monster tree, which is the dopest thing ever. But it's so weird. This card's got like quick attack and then this over the top attack damage. Yeah, it's just not at all what I was expecting. Yeah. Like you said, for the the capstone of the six plus cost spell uh, archetype, it, it's definitely a weird one. But Jace is good late. I mean, he levels in deck. Mm-hmm. He's good on four because he's you can just be a four four quick attack. That's fine. But he's very valuable late because as soon as he's leveled, which he levels while he's in your deck, he comes out and now he's double casting the first slow spell you play, which is great. Which adds two two ticks to this guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Adds two ticks to this it's, guy. It's 
pretty good. It's interesting too because like I don't know. The, at least I know nothing about this character, but based on the card art, he looks like a politician. So you don't expect of that big of a body that's meant you know so aggressive in a politician. Maybe maybe he's with not, quick but... attack, dude. With, uh, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. What what is that keyword doing there? <laughs> Why does he have quick attack? I guess they just want him to he's live. Got but... a quick wit, and that's how. He... I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just stared gonna, at his like, mustache. The war's gonna come out around this guy, and he's gonna be like some brawler. Yeah, uh, <laughs> gonna read the uh, the text in the uh, whatever it is, the stupid text underneath of him, and it's gonna be some crazy thing about how he's got like a machinery doing it or something. But yeah, to me, it just looks he's like just sitting in a chair. No, apparently those are his shoulder pads. I thought that was like the top of a chair. I mean, those shoulder pads are pretty dope. I'm not. That's lie. some intense freaking shoulder pads. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's something. I was uh, not I expecting it's, that. It's a podcast, so we should. But it's, it's yeah, literally. Yeah. I mean, it look obviously you should look up the card yourself. But it's, yeah, I mean, I can like, I can help uh, out a little bit here. This is the shoulder pads, guys. If if you're YouTube, watching the yeah. video, yeah, this guy's yeah. got he's got a scene it's like workers like yeah. blacksmiths on his shoulder. Yeah, so he must be the I mean, the family that Jace was working for, or whatever, for making hammers and stuff. And this is the head boy right here. I mean, I'm about it. Those shoulder, those pads. shoulder pads i bet you didn't think our first episode back would be a, a 30 second segment on shoulder pads but alas oh, i'm just saying ryan if you were to sell those shoulder pads i would buy them <laughs> someone needs the cosplay as this guy it's gonna be cruising sparrows <laughs> <laughs> dude oh my gosh yeah he's sweet uh so wrapping it all up guys that was uh again right on runeterra ccg uh for all these card spoilers they were reviewed on there there was already uh decks that were uh, made and written with full guides on this website with Jace. So if you haven't checked the website out, it's super great. One of my also favorite articles that was released lately, which I got a shout out at the very end is uh, decks inspired by Arcane. So that was super sweet. So if you if you did come off like we were talking about, oh my God, I want to play this game because Arcane, there's decks that you can just take right from there and play some of your favorite cards from Arcane now for sure. So uh, make sure, you know, as well, just to play Path of Champions. I mean, like uh, I, I think Cruz and I, both are giving it a, a pretty big thumbs up. I don't want to speak for cruising, but yeah, oh yeah, very good mode. Play Path of Champions. Go watch Arcane. Come into our Discord and talk about Arcane with us. That is the move. Go all day. That is the move. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, show's insane. Um, I mean, guys, thanks, thanks for having us back. Hopefully, uh, still have like at least 10, 15 people that listen. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll have our normal closing. Plus. Yeah, we got this army right here. But seriously, appreciate the support while we've been away. Uh, everyone's been super nice, so thank you guys. Uh, like I said, you can expect us back every you know twice a month at least. So we'll be uh, we'll be still making some content here. Uh, and like I said, working on a couple things I can't reveal right now. But we're not we're not out of the game yet in terms of uh, getting some sweet people on the podcast. So that will happen at some point, ideally. So uh, and again, if there's anybody that is out there that you want on the podcast. Go on Twitter, go on, you know, Twitter is like the main one that a lot of the rioters use, a lot of the streamers use, or go into streams and say like, hey, I'd love to hear you guys talk on the Twin Suns podcast. I mean, we, we had multiple people, as soon as Jace got released, they were mentioning the guy who designed Jace, and they were like, can you go on Twin Suns podcast? Like, literally like five people on Twitter. So that means the world to us. Like, that's so nice of you guys that yeah. want, well, obviously, we just want to hear what they have to say. It's not like we're doing this for, I, I just want to talk to the people who make these games and bring that discussion to you guys, because it's so fun to listen to. Um, so super nice yeah. to you guys. And it anything does really that help. Gives, anything that shuts us up and lets someone more interesting talk. I'm in. 
hundred percent. That's what we're here for. I, I mean, I, I take some pride in the way we, we do those interviews. And then when we do an episode, which is us, it's just absolute garbage. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, it's been good. It's been good. <laughs> uh, thanks for having us back. Cruz, any closing words here? No, man, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to dive back in and uh, hopefully get some cool people on the show. So be sure to stay tuned. Join Discord, subscribe on YouTube, all that fun stuff. You're going to do all that in the outro. but uh, yeah. It's going to be right okay, there in the was... outro for you guys. Stick for that nice, spicy outro. It's coming right here next. All right, next time. Next time, episode 80. Big episode coming up. Let's make it happen. Yeah. We'll catch you guys then. Peace. Thank you for checking this episode of the Twin Sons Podcast out. If you're looking to support us in other ways, you can check us out on YouTube at the Twin Sons Podcast. You can also check us out on Discord. Join our Discord where we have tons of great discussions and keep you posted on all of the content we make. You can follow us on Twitter, which is just twitter.com slash thetwinsonspod. You can also follow our co-host, Cruzen and Josh, and even Mikey, all on Twitter as well. Uh, all of those links will be in the description of the video or the podcast that you just listened to or watched. As well as uh, Twitch streams. We have all four of us are also streaming on Twitch occasionally, so you can feel free to dive into those. If you want to support us on Patreon to go even a step further, feel free to head over to patreon.com slash the Twin Sons Podcast. We have a bunch of different tiers there where you can actually uh, get different upgrades and different support for the show and actually get some nice rewards as well. And finally, if you want to check us out on Teespring, we have a bunch of cool swag based on the logos that we've had made for the podcast over the life of the show itself. So thank you guys again for all of the support and, uh, Catch you next time.